You are listening to the GTT podcast from the Canadian Council of the Blind. So good afternoon. Today is Wednesday, September the 23rd. Where does the time go? Um, my name is Kim Kilpatrick. Welcome to the CCB GTT weekly presentation. I'm going to go through voiceover gestures. So the very basic gestures to uh, multiple gestures, and it'll be great to hear people's feedback and what they're using and maybe tips and tricks as we go along, because we have a lot of expert users in this room as well. So the first thing I am going to say is when you first get a new iDevice, the first thing I would really recommend people do is lock their device's rotation. Because if you don't do that, when you turn a phone or an iPad uh, sideways, it means the gesture you do is actually a different gesture. So if I'm swiping left to right on my screen, which goes to my next item, and the phone gets tilted even a little bit sideways and puts it in a different orientation, a, a landscape orientation, that gesture becomes a one-finger swipe up or down instead. So it was frustrating me when I first got a device because I didn't know that. And I thought, I think I'm doing these correctly, but for some reason they're not working. Uh, so the way to do this is to go into the control center. Now, unfortunately, Siri will not open that for you. What you need to do is to be on the bar where you have um, your time and your cell uh, bars and your Wi-Fi bars and you swipe up with three fingers and that puts you in the control center. And in there, you look for lock orientation. It will be set to off. So you can hold the phone in the way you want it locked. In my case, it's portrait and double tap it. And now when you turn your phone, it will not move out of that orientation. So that is the first thing that, um, you can do for sure. So one thing that I would suggest for new people too is to practice some of these gestures in the help area. It's called the practice area, the help area. You can ask Siri to open voiceover settings and then find it, or you can do a four finger double tap. That starts your help mode and it also stops your help mode. And the great thing in there is when you're in that area, you can do a gesture and it will tell you whether you're doing it correctly or not. So it's a really good way to practice. So I'm going to go through the gestures. And then after that, we can have a conversation and questions and tips, maybe other things that people suggest in terms of how to practice and the gestures we use. One finger tap. So if you take one finger and tap it on the screen, it speaks what's underneath your finger. And that's the same if you're sliding around the screen and it's just going to tell you what's under your finger. It'll tell you. So if you want to explore what is where in terms of your apps, you can move them around. But if you want to explore like what is on this, this page, don't be afraid to touch your screen and to slide your finger around. A one finger double tap. 
it says activates the item, but what that means is in a lot of cases, open an app, open an email message, open a text message, do something with something that you're touching. One finger double tap. That's a very important gesture. One finger triple tap. Perform a long press. So if I'm correct, and I, I have not used this gesture, I didn't know about it or I'd forgotten about it. I think that means like a double tap and hold, but if afterwards, if anyone wants to say if they're using that one, I didn't know about it, so it's it's kind of good good to know when you look when you research these things, you understand these things. And one finger quadruple tap says secondary activate. I have no idea what that means. If anyone does know, it would be great if anyone uh, uses it or knows or any reason why you would use it. You can put up your hand when we get into the discussion. We can talk about that. So those are the touching gestures. Now the one finger flick gestures. So one finger swipe right. So when you're doing these gestures, and others may have tips about it as well, when I first got my device, I was pressing too hard. And so it would say touch instead of swipe right. Because you don't need to really press hard on the screen. The screens are very sensitive. And so a one finger flick right or swipe right is just a gentle glide, almost like you're skating on an ice rink and you're just going over the surface. You're not digging down into the surface with big um, boots with nails on them. You're just going across the surface very gently. And that's the trick, a nice, quick, easy gesture. Don't have to press too hard. Um, one finger flick right or swipe right uh, moves to the next item. And a one finger swipe left across the screen from right to left moves to the previous item. So it could be previous app on your screen. It could be previous message in an email list. It could be uh, the previous text message, the previous phone number that was dialed, and the same for those. One finger swipe down goes to your next rotor item. So that's from the top of your phone towards the bottom, go to the next rotor item. So the rotor, I think of it like a radio dial and I think of it changing the station. So when you turn the rotor, which is, um, there are different ways of doing it, but one way, the way I do it is take my thumb and my first finger and twist like I'm turning a little tiny cap on a bottle or an old-fashioned radio dial for those of us who use those. And you're actually changing the station. So you can put a lot of things into your rotor. So if you twist your rotor, that was a motorcycle going by. If you twist your rotor, you are changing to the next thing you can navigate by, the next station, really. So if I turn it and it says words, and then if I swipe down with one finger, it'll read my document word by word. If I swipe up, it will go to the previous word. So that's how I sort of think of that gesture. So those are our one finger gestures that we have. And also, if you have some vision 
I know when I was helping Shelly learn to use her device, I couldn't figure out. She would hear uh, something, so say mail. And then I'd say, okay, I double tap that. But then she was also looking and trying to find the icon. So if you're using voiceover, um, whatever you last heard, as long as you touch anywhere on your screen, you don't have to be touching the app. So if you heard mail, doesn't matter if you're touching where the mail app is. If you heard voiceover say mail, anywhere you touch on the screen with a double tap will open mail. So that could be helpful to some people with some vision. So now we're going to move into the two finger gestures. Two finger single tap starts and stops speech. So if you're reading a long document and you want to pause and think about what it said, you tap once with two fingers and that stops your reading. When you tap it again, it's like a play pause button. It starts from where it left off. That can be handy if you just want to pause for a minute. Just touch with two fingers and lift them up. Usually I use my first two fingers, but I guess there some people might use the middle finger and the ring. I usually use my index and my, my middle finger for this. Two finger double tap is called the magic tap. I don't quite know, it'd be interesting if anyone does know, when that first came in to being, this magic tap uh, phrase. But it is a good one because it is one of the most important gestures you'll ever learn. So you take two fingers and you double tap them. And what that does is many things. It can start and stop your music playing. It can answer and hang up a phone call. It can start and stop dictation if you have it set up to do that. Uh, so it is a very, very useful gesture to know. Uh, the two finger double tap called the magic tap. The two finger swipe right and two finger swipe left. So going from left to right across and from right to left back across is a gesture that is not currently being used for anything. And it is one that a lot of people are customizing. So for example, some people make the rotor, the two finger swipe right and left. Some people make the control center or the notification center, two finger swipe right and left. Other, other things too, depending on what you find hard to do in terms of a gesture or what you use a lot. Because two finger left and right is, is, is easier. I find the more fingers get involved, the harder they get. So I find that quite easy. So you can definitely customize that. And if anyone wants to tell us what they have customized in this manner, be happy to hear that. So the two fingers swipe up. So you're starting, you know, from the middle of your phone or uh, and swipe towards the top, towards your status bar. That starts reading at the top of your screen. So from the very first thing on your screen. So it's read everything from the top. It's quite useful as well. I find the two finger swipe down is one of the ones I use the most of any gesture, and that's reading from where you are. So say I started reading an email, um, and I want, I realize it's long, I want to read the whole thing, I just do a two finger swipe down. So coming down from the middle of the screen towards your 
bottom of your screen where your home button is if you have one or your headphone jack. It just reads everything from where you are. Two finger triple tap. That is the item chooser. Now, a lot of people don't use the item chooser, I think, but it can be very handy, especially if there's a lot of things on your screen. I like to think of the item chooser a little bit like your links list or elements list if you're using a screen reader, insert F7. Um, I mean, not insert F7, I mean, uh, yeah, insert F7. And so your item chooser gives you everything on the screen that you could interact with. So say you have a home screen with 15 apps on it. If you do the two finger triple tap, it will say item chooser and it will list 15 things. And you can find them and you can double tap them. And so if, you're, if you have a long list of things, it can be a little bit easier to use the item chooser to find them. Because it will take out, say if you're on a web page, it would take out all the things that would be print in the middle, things that you can't touch. So it, it's, quite, it's quite a handy thing to use, and I do use it sometimes, especially in very busy um, situations. So now we're going to get into the three-finger. Three-finger single tap is read an item summary. I don't use this and I would be really curious to know if anyone does use it and when they might use it. I didn't remember about it. There's so many gestures, you know, until I did my research for this, I didn't uh, have a memory of it. Three finger double tap, I use quite a lot. It turns on or off speech. And I find for anyone using braille displays, that can be handy or it can be handy in a Zoom call like this when you don't want to hear your notifications yammering at you or your voiceover um, speech yammering at you. It turns it off and it turns it on again if you want. So three finger double tap. Three finger triple tap is the screen curtain. So the three finger triple tap, when you press that, it makes your screen dark. It turns your screen curtain on. And I use, I leave my screen curtain on all the time. And it's partly because then others can't see what's on your screen. So if you're in public, you don't want people looking at your pin or your numbers or trying to figure out what's on your screen. You can turn that on. Um, some people that are losing vision and starting to learn voiceover I'll recommend they turn it on once they get comfortable so that they're not cheating and looking at the icon. So they're really actually learning voiceover well. But it again, the three finger triple tap is a toggle. It turns screen curtain on and it also turns it off again. Um, be forewarned that people will tell you that your phone is broken because it's dark, but that's okay. Um, Three finger quadruple tap copies whatever voiceover last said to the clipboard. And I often forget about this one too, um, because uh, I guess I just, the more fingers get involved, the less interested I am in it in some ways, but I'm sure that can be useful and it'd be great to hear how people use that and when they've used that. 
So our three fingers swipe left, right, up, or down, that scrolls to new pages in the screen. So they go, they go, um, I always find it seems sort of backwards. When I scroll down, it goes up a page or something. So maybe that's a visual thing, but I, I sometimes have trouble figuring out why it goes a certain way. But I'm sure I could set it the other way if I want to. Uh, four finger single tap near the top of the screen moves to the first item on your screen. And if you do that near the bottom, it moves to the last item. So this can be very useful if, again, you have a long, long screen and you've already scrolled through, say, pages of email. So you have 10 pages of email and you're on page five. If you do this four finger single tap near the top, you'll go right to page one. You don't have to scroll back or if you're reading a bunch of articles. So that is quite useful. Uh, the four finger swipe left and swipe right was something that Brian Bebo mentioned on the list the other day and, and on the call. And that's going to the next and previous apps without having to go into the app switcher. So you could take four fingers and if you swipe to the left, you go to the previous app. And if you do them to the right, you go to the next app. Um, two finger single tap and hold labels an item. So that would be something if something was unlabeled on your screen, it just said button, you could then put in a label for that item if you want. Um, there's a gesture that I couldn't get to work, <laughs> which is three finger double tap and hold and flick up to copy. So someone wants to tell us how in the world you can do that particular thing. I would love to hear about it. Um, I found I tried to do it and it wasn't uh, wanting to do that. Um, again, the three finger double tap and hold and flick left undoes the last thing. The three-finger three, three double-tap-and-hold flick-down pastes. Um, and again, as I said, the rotor gesture is uh, twisting a dial. Some people do it with two fingers, one from each hand. I just, as I said, use my thumb and my first finger to twist the rotor. Um, and then we have the scrub gesture. So that's a two-finger two fingers and you sort of put it on your phone and scrub it back and forth right to left a couple times and that goes back so that can be very handy i i often think of it as like cleaning my phone and when you clean your phone of course you um you wipe it off with something and i almost think of my fingers doing that means i wiped that app off my phone i'm going back um so I do have a section here on customizing gestures, but I think this is a lot of information. So I'd be really great if we could take some hands and comments about how they use gestures, uh, questions about um, doing the gestures. Um, I'll just also point out at the beginning that in iOS 14, there's now what they call a back tap. So there's a double tap and a triple tap on the back of your phone, which you can customize. They're not uh, made by, right now they're not 
use anything. What I'm finding with that is what's the best way to do that? Hold your phone and also, you know, tap the back uh, and, you know, make it feel comfortable. But I guess all gestures don't feel comfortable right away. So it's the kind of thing that I think we, we play with as we go. So I'd be really curious to know um, from people, tips, tricks, any gestures that um, you think are the most important to know? Okay, um, I do have a question. Um, when it comes to uh, turning the phone off, how do you do the, you know how it says slide to power off? How is that done exactly? I've never been able to do it. I've always used the double tap. Yeah, I use the double tap. Does anyone want to jump in uh, this? I know we have a lot of raised hands, but I mean, does anyone use the slide? I think the slide is Hi, possibly Shelley. more for sighted people. Go ahead, Shelly. Yeah, I was just gonna. I was just gonna chime in with that. The slide is really for people with vision because you've got to put your finger on a certain part of the phone and then slide it across and there's a little slider there, but that's more for people with sight. So for people who have no vision, um, the double tap is the way to go. Thank I you. think I'll stick with a double tap, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of things, I, while you were talking, I tried that four, uh, that, four uh, that quadruple <laughs> single finger tap on an app and I, it just opened it normally. I tried it and then I tried it again and I don't know if this was a fluke, it pulled up the context menu that the double tap and hold does. So I don't know, I'm as, as confused as you probably are. I have no clue what it actually really I, does. Yeah, thanks. I, I don't know. Have Have you, Richard, ever tried that swipe up? What was telling me I could do a tap the, and swipe up and copy thing? I've never, I, I again tried it while you were on the phone but I didn't have a document open I just tried it on my main screen and, it, and all it did was pull it uh, when I tried to swipe up the swipe down for instance it pulled it pulled down the search function like you know if you're if you're not on your status bar and you and you do a three-finger swipe down spotlight it, the, yeah the spotlight search comes up and that's what came up so I'd, I'd have to, I think it we'd have to try it in a document or on a web page or something but uh, uh, the other one the other thing I was going to mention, it's just, it's just something that someone told me. If you double, one finger double tap your status bar and you're on, say, something like Facebook or on a, on a web page, it'll, it'll also bring your document back up to the top. So like an, on Facebook, it'll refresh your news feed and put you back on the top. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. One finger double tap. On, on your status, bar. on your status bar. So basically, where it shows your mm -hmm. your Wi-Fi connection. And so, if you double, if you one finger double tap it on Facebook and and web pages and a number of other apps, it it pulls your screen back to the top and does a refresh as well. Wow, I had no idea. Hi, one uh, one comment I wanted to make because I'm partially sighted, I still use Zoom. Um, so I had a difference of a time um, when you know you were saying about turning the voiceover off and on. If you have Zoom enabled, it's actually um, a three finger triple tap to turn voiceover off, and it's a four 
or sorry, three finger quadruple tap to turn the screen curtain on. And the reason why I'm mentioning this is I had called Apple support because I had managed to turn everything off um, and couldn't figure out how to get it back on other than turning voiceover off and on again. Um, and they didn't know and I eventually researched it enough on the internet that it's only because I have Zoom enabled as well that you have to do it the extra tap. Um, so that's my comment. Um, and my question is, um, with the rotor, um, I tend to use the two finger the, the, that you were talking about, swiping left and right. So the most common thing I set it up for is uh, speaking rate. Um, but then I want to get out of that so that the rotor isn't coming on if I flick up and down every time it changes the speaking rate. Is there something I'm missing? No, you just have to turn your rotor away from that. Okay, fair enough. Uh, I would say, does anyone else have a comment about that? That's what I do as well. It's Marilyn. I just turn my rotor to a different setting that, that isn't invoked every time I want to do something. Yeah. As Lois, I do the same thing. Yeah, just yeah. turn it over to uh, lines or, uh, you know, something else. Mm -hmm. Just turn the rotor over. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Great. Just wondered if it was something I was missing. Thanks. Commented, Richard. The other thing too is the rotor will will if there's actions available for a specific thing, the rotor will go to that automatically. But I also do what Marilyn and Lois said too. Is is I just if if I don't want it to change my speaking rate, I just switch it to something else. Mm -hmm. On the zoom on uh, when the three finger triple tap will not turn voiceover off. It just uh, it just turns the speech off, not the voiceover yes. off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Sorry, I misspoke. Yeah. You're you're correct. It doesn't yeah. turn it off. It just turns speech off. I misspoke. Yeah, and then mm -hmm. the three finger double tap will zoom up. Well, like if you got your zoom set for a higher number, it'll go up to that higher number, and you double t three finger double tap it again. It'll bring it back to a normal a normal size. So yeah, that's good. Anyway, did you mention um, three finger single tap uh, at all, Kim? I did, but I also said that I don't use it. Um, let me just remind myself of what that is again here. I'm scrolling through my braille. Three finger single. Oh. It's, what do you um, use it for? I use it all the time. I use it especially on my iPad because it tells you exactly where you are in the page. Like you all say left of center and where you're at. Down. So we, you just touch whatever side you want to go to and you just touch it and it'll say three finger, you know, or it'll say center page, uh, right of center it tell, or top is page. Three fingers, single tap. I use it. It tells me where my icons or where my uh, apps are. Like you want to know where your apps are sitting and what row and what line in that. It tells you where they are. I use it constantly, especially when I was doing minutes. I want to know where I am on the page. Three finger single tap would just tell me where I am in the center of the page or the bottom of the page. It is a very nice gesture and it's very easy. So three finger single tap is, is a good one to use. Does anyone else use that three finger single tap? I'd be curious. You can just unmute and say if you do. I, I hadn't used that one. So. Yeah, the three finger, three finger single tap. I use that all the time to see where I'm at on the page type of thing. And I was also going to comment on the three finger double tap and swipe up to get a copy. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, must, you must hold your three fingers, you double tap and hold and swipe up while you're holding on the screen. 
and it's the same thing going down. If you three finger, double tap and hold, don't lift your fingers off, you slide down, kind of almost do a swipe down at that point. And then you, you will get the paste option too. Do you find that difficult to do, Elmer? Yeah, I, 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 I find that difficult myself. Yeah, it's, it's probably one of those, <laughs> if I was looking for uh, means of changing shortcuts, or not shortcuts, but the gestures, it's probably one of those that might be, I'm doing a lot of document stuff, I want to copy and paste things, I would make a different gesture for it. It's, it's difficult. Now, mm -hmm. on the forefinger, anything to do with four fingers, if anybody's having trouble, there's always the option of using two fingers on each hand if you're resting your phone on the table. Uh, as long as there's four fingers, whether it doesn't matter what combination on your hands, you're still going to get that four finger, four finger option. And I, That's a lot a of times tip. will slide my, yeah, I will. I've, I've got my, um, accessibility. I made it a shortcut, a gesture with four fingers swipe down and you can have your four fingers sitting sideways on the phone and swipe down. It still gives you the same outlook, the old outcome. So, Elmer, another gesture I always have trouble with is the double tap and hold. Like anything where you have to hold again, I, I, I have some trouble. Do you have any tips about that? Because I know that's a common one that people have difficulty. Yeah, there, there is settings in accessibility where you can lengthen the time or shorten the time that you hold your fingers on the, on the icon to get it to activate. If you know what I'm saying, you've got you yeah. do the two finger double tap and hold. You can shorten that time limit that you required to keep your fingers on the phone to get it to activate, or you can lengthen it. And you can also you can also change your your how fast you tap. I tap very fast, and sometimes I outdo the phone. Um, so I have, I have shortened my double tap right down to the lowest that can go so that when I double tap, it activates right away. But these yeah. are, in, these are going, this is going into more, um, uh, deeper into the settings and would require yeah. some time to, to work through. It's a, you know, to keep it simple, the gestures, what you've all put out here, Kim, are all, uh, Yeah. But that's a great tip about the two fingers on each hand, because I think I just tried it now and I find it easier actually than getting my four fingers, you know, together in, in the space. Um, so that's a really great tip, Elmer, too, to, to have that. And a, and a four finger quadruple tap or is it triple tap? Now I've got to think it is. I believe it's a triple tap. I'm sure somebody will remember a four finger triple tap. Let's go with that. We'll bring up, we'll set your phone into help mode where you can use all your fingers, check it out, try, practice your fingers, gestures That's a and stuff like that. Double, double tap. Is, is that a four finger double tap? Okay. Yeah, to start and stop help. I have that list in front of me. That's how I, I know. But that's, that's very handy too, definitely. Yeah. Lots of um, good tips there. Really great. Really great tips, Elmer, too. Like, and, and, and all those really great tips of how people use that with different fingers. You know, I never thought of that. So that's, that's really awesome. Thank you so much. 
Thanks. Um, we have Shelly up next. Um, I was just going to comment, when I was teaching people how to do voiceover, a lot of them had trouble with the idea of turning the rotor. And you gave a really good explanation of it, Kim. But um, the other thing I found is for some people, if you keep your, rather than trying to think of the knob, just put your fingers, and I use a couple of them, doesn't matter which one, on the screen, and I tip the phone right and left, which really does the same thing. But it seems Ooh. easier than trying to twist my hand. And so, and that worked for a lot of people that were having trouble. I think it isn't that they couldn't visualize it. It's that somehow they couldn't make their fingers do that gesture properly. And so the rotor wouldn't work and they would get frustrated. And I, I think at that time, that other gesture, which I can't remember now, which you mentioned, um, for the rotor wasn't there. So, um, that that's that was just an, another option is keep your fingers still and tip your phone flip your phone and wow. it'll make it work and the other thing i was going to say is with the copy and paste i've just put the edit thing in my rotor and flick there and i can get to copy and paste with flicking up and down to the or flicking to the different options in it. And I found that e easier than double tapping and trying to flick up or down. But I'm going to try that one because I didn't know that. No, so that was I all didn't. I wanted to say was those uh, gestures. One other thing that for using the rotor, if you hold your phone with two hands, you put one thumb on either side and one thumb down, one thumb up at the same time, you can move through your rotor that way as well. Um, I have a question that I'd like to ask about um, locking your phone's orientation. The situation is that I'm going to be introducing a scene, uh, voiceover to a senior who is losing her vision. And, and I have noticed that sometimes sighted people like to have their phones in landscape mode. And there are a lot of people on the call who could tell me whether this is a, if I'm right or wrong. But what I'm wondering is if this person should choose to keep her phone in landscape and I'm teaching her gestures, do the gestures have to go the opposite way? Like if it's a, if you're in portrait and you flick up to, to, toward the top of your phone, would you have to flick sideways if your phone is in landscape or would the gestures change if you lock your orientation in a different way? It's, hard, it's a hard question to phrase, so I'm sorry if you don't know what I mean. I do know what you mean, but I don't know the answer. Does anyone know the answer uh -huh. to that? I know that, yeah, so if you do have your, your phone in landscape, um, yeah, it, the gestures are changed. You just have to the top of the phone then is going to be where um, the the dis, like the um, top of the screen is displayed visually. So if it was in landscape, you would be flicking up towards the long side of the phone. But the up would still apply, and the down would still apply. Yeah. Oh, they all still Great. apply. Great. Yeah. Just flicking right and left would be, you'd be flicking left and going toward the home button and flicking right toward the top of the phone. But you would still flick left and right according to the way your phone is orientated. 
Yep, nothing That's would true. change. Uh, ooh, maybe have smaller, small phones and bigger fingers like I do. Um, when you're doing a four finger, you know how you say yes, two, two hands. But if you've got a smaller phone and you cannot do it you know, on the cross of the, you know, the one way, turn your phone sideways because it still will work if you've got it in the right, um, in the right um, setting. You know, if you've got it in whatever, a portrait, I, I always get those mixed up. But I'm just saying is turn your phone sideways and do the two fingers from one hand, two fingers. So that's how I learned to do any of the four finger taps. So that is just another way you can do a four finger double tap to get into help. But I was going to speak on something else. People are talking and I have the same issue because I know what my issue is. And I've been told many times why I can't do some of the gestures on the phone. I used a manual typewriter for many years off and on. And using a manual typewriter, you curl your fingers a little bit more. So when I had to learn the phone, it became a very difficult because I wanted to curl my fingers, not maybe as much as a typewriter, but I still curl my fingers. And I want to use more the tip of my finger instead of the, you know, the, what do you call it, that part of the thumb, finger. Um, I more want to use a tip, so I'm trying to work back towards that. And I've got some of it back, but I've had that problem of, and I learned with the router, though I'm going to change the gesture for the router at some point. I just never got around to doing it. Never had time or I never think of it the right time of day. I think it late at night. I want, I take and put my middle finger down on the screen and I'll take my right finger because I'm left-handed. I'll take my next finger and I'll just move the router. And I don't, and, and it does work, but it's very difficult. I want to change. I have got it down I can get through the router. Only thing is I can't twist my left finger, in, that next finger to my right, sometimes enough around to get all the gestures in the router. That sometimes mm -hmm. is my difficult. So I'll get it so far and then I'll take off my finger and then start again, moving my finger. And that does help. But I'm just saying it is one of those things because I curl my fingers and I've been told that's my difficulty. I cannot do some of the gestures, especially the router, some of them, because I curl my fingers. Um, this was brought up about the, the uh, phones without the home button. When you're swiping from the bottom, you're not actually swiping using haptic touch to open your phone or to get back to home. What you do is you put your finger at the bottom of your screen and you keep it on and slide it up until you feel the haptic touch. And then you just lift your finger. It's not, a, not actually a swipe. Yeah. But it is a gesture that some people have difficulty <clears throat> with, if, That's if, right. depending yeah. on their, their dexterity. Yeah. I also wonder if um, some of it has to do with what cases we have on our phones. And I, 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 I know there's a lot of hands. So um, maybe at the end, we can also talk about that. Like, does it make a difference if your phone is on a lanyard or a case or some ways of making it easier to do gestures? But um, thank you. Yes, Elmer. Yes, it's not quite like a swipe in the same. It's, it's a different, different swiping. You know, I can't describe it better than about. And also that it starts at the very edge of your phone, right? When you're doing that one. Um, um, are you, 
I walked out of the room for a second. Were you all saying, were somebody saying that uh, you do your gestures with your hands, you know, flat hands? I, um, I'm a pianist, so my hands are always curved. So, uh, you know, that's maybe, maybe I'm having trouble with doing some of these gestures because of that. I, I don't know. Does anyone know? Does it make a difference? Does anyone want to comment? May I comment again? It's Elmer. Go ahead, Elmer. Um, it makes a difference how long your fingernails are. Because if you, <laughs> if you, and that, that's, that's, I'm not making a joke here. No, no, no. <laughs> if no, your fingernails, no. if your fingernails are a little bit long and you've got your fingers curled as, uh, was it Lisa that said? Um, if your fingers oh, are curled or yeah, um, that, that fingernail will touch the screen. You're not getting a, a, a good feed to the screen from the skin on the fingers. So then you have to kind of straighten your fingers out to get the, the finger pads to go on. Because oh, you haven't, you haven't curled it. Your fingernails could be, can be just, you know, if they're short, you'll get a good tap. But yeah. if they're not, it'll change. Okay, thanks. Okay, uh, I, I, I think it's kind of been covered. I, um, when talking about landscape, um, portrait and landscape on, a, on an eight plus, I, I did it just, and I just reminded myself, yes, the, the status line on top, but the, the, that tray, the dock tray, when you put a, a f my, at least my phone, it stays on the right-hand side and stacks on the right-hand side and stay. So that's the only difference on a landscape on at least my iPad, my iPhone 8 Plus. So the, um, the, the, the tray, the dock, the dock tray, I guess they call it, kind of instead of staying on the bottom, it, it now appears stacked on the right-hand right side. Tell me, I, this is going to sound real dumb, but I've never used the voiceover help. Tell me again how to do that. Um, you can ask Siri to open voiceover settings and then swipe till you get to it, or you can do a four-finger double tap to start it and a four-finger double tap to stop. Thank you for listening to the GTT podcast from the Canadian Council of the Blind. There are many ways to get in touch with us. You can call us toll-free at one 877 3040968 You can follow our GTT blog at gttprogram.blog If you'd like to subscribe to our email support list you can send a blank email to gtt support plus sign subscribe at groups.io And you can follow the Canadian Council of the Blind on the web at ccbnational.com